we can't, we've not got the energy to do a cold open, which is why I would like to defer to the chap where Gazi tells the tale of sucking a vape off of a co-worker's dick at a party the other day, and then he just ends with, so that's my fun story of the week. I, I guess it's because I'm watching Community, but Gazi almost reminds me of the Dean from Community just coming in and being like, What's up, guys? Hope nothing's gauzing off in here. Anyways, sucked off a co-worker's vape off his dick at a party. Fun story. All right, you guys have fun. Bye. Uh, all right. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Start the show. We got it. See why? <laughs> so, welcome to a load of BS. It's an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Scotty Moore. I'm your middleest bl- brother, Blakey Moore. And this week, we've got a question from me to Blake. Um, oh, I drank a lot of pickle juice at work, and it's given me weird comedy energy for today. That's well, because you made a rookie mistake, bud. You can't just go pickle juice all day. You gotta wait for when you need the pickle juice. You can't just take the pickle juice. You have to... The pickle juice has to work with you. You have to form a bond with the pickle juice. I like that while I also was waiting for the show to talk about the juice, I see you as well have been prepping for this, ju- this juice-related exploit that's happened. Uh, it's because you did it wrong, and I need to tell you how to do it right. Okay, well, let's begin with what happened. I I blame you, because we had a very good recording session last night, I'm sure you'll agree, and I felt like we were on the same level. And I ate a lot of pickles at work that day, and I'm like, that must have mentally put me in a Blake Tanner state, to where me and Blake for the rest of the night were on the same comedy level. I just need to repeat that exercise today. Oh. But we ran out of pickles at work. Oh, by the way, these were all from work, by the way, were pickles. Um, out ran out of the pickles, so I took the remnant, the pickles that were left, the tiny boys, and I put them in a coffee cup. And uh, uh, probably what I would say, if this was at Starbucks and I was ordering a Starbucks-sized pickle juice, this would probably be a grande. A grande cup full of pickle juice. And then I proceeded, over the next hour and a half so, to drink the whole fucking thing of pickle juice, Blake. And it's not bad pickle juice, it's very good pickle juice. No, that's because pickle juice is not inherently bad, it's just... You know what? If you if you OD on the PJ, <laughs> then you're gonna end up in a bad way. Which that's I, what they taught me. That's what the pickle monks taught me. Which I was in a bad way because we were supposed to start at nine thirty. I got home and was like, "Hey, bud, I'm just gonna need a probably fifteen whole minutes because I'm about to shit my entire brains out because the pickles just got my my stomach itself got pickled." I was then destroyed internally. See, this is the problem. You didn't study for years with the pickle monks like I did. You didn't you didn't have to stand there as my old great master ascended to true picklehood when we dumped him into a giant barrel of pickle juice and left him there to die. You didn't have to stand atop a coldy mountaintop while all four of them stood around you in a circle. Pickerel da! <laughs> you didn't shout. You didn't have to sit there when one of the older masters revealed the truth to me that they wanted to pickle the world, and I had to kill them all. You are the pickleborn. You every pickle you you consume will teach you a new word in the pickle language. And then, of course, I had to come back to the city, the city where I grew up, and become the pickle. I hold on. We are combining several different storylines now. At this, and then I fell down a well. My parents were just murdered, and pickles came out of the cave and started shooting right ahead. And I was terrified. And I wanted to use that terror to defeat those on the streets. And that's what. 
That's when my old butler Alfred picked me up and said, Why do we pickle, Master Blake? Yeah. We pickle to crunch. <laughs> I tell now you, sip your juice. That man stole 80 gallons of pickles, Master Wayne. And do you all know where I found him? I found him in a children's playground with a child munching on a pickle. <laughs> because some men just want to watch the world burn, Master Blake. It all, honestly, the best comparison I have for what I've went through today is it's almost like when I started drinking and, you know, I didn't drink beer. I drank liquor when I started drinking again. Yeah, you never drink beer. I, yeah, I never drank beer. So when I started back up, I went straight to liquor and I'm like, none of the charts that showed me like an at one and a half ounces equals a whole beer. I never followed that. So I'm just like, I could drink all of this and I'll be, I'll be a little bit tipsy, but it shouldn't be too crazy if I drink a fifth of gin. Yeah, no, it's same situation with the pickle juice where I'm like, I just want to bring some pickles back over to my workstation. So I'll put them all in this cup and I'll drink the juice. No, you need like a shot of it at best, bud. You don't have to go higher on this. No, you don't chug pickle juice. You sip it. (laughs) We are going to teach you today how to properly enjoy your pickle juice. First, you've got to get in the nose, and you say, hello. <laughs> and then you say, how are you? <laughs> and then you say, very well, thanks for asking. And you just chuck it out. And then you chuckle the pickle juice out of there. <laughs> so, did, did we start the show? Was that the real start? Yeah. <laughs> it's been like five minutes, and I'm like, I hope the show started, because I don't want to start the start again. No, because we're here, I'm, we're both in an energy, because not only is that, like, your story from this weekend, Saturday night, the night before we recorded, you paid for this, I had a bad time, because I was real tired, stayed out a little late, didn't drink though, it was fine, came back, had some cider boys, real good apple cider, except I bought this flavor. That I had a bad experience with before. Because I thought, oh, I got a bad batch of this particular flavor. I'm just going to try it again. The rest of the stuff doesn't affect me. Apparently, apple pie flavoring destroys my insides. Don't know what they fucking use in it. Because I was just up all night. And all the liquid left my body. And I started to turn into a husk. Like I was being drained by a vampire. Well, see, this explains what my very strange experience I had last night, because we took a break in recording for me to get adjusted and to start recording the right thing. Meanwhile, I heard you go to the door. I hear your roommate come up and start talking, and the following conversation was just, Yeah, I had the, uh, the Cider Boys again. Really? Was it bad? Or I, I don't know. I thought I had a bad batch or something, but... This it just got me again. There's got to be a flavoring or something. And then what ensued was like a solid three minutes of you going off about these cider boys and how bad they've taken you down emotionally. Shit my brains out. <laughs> so I'm not here today, mentally. Yeah. Oh, man, I just realized we haven't done a show since we had our mandate, our great, great mandate that consisted of us partying and going out to bars and being those crazy 21-year-olds we used to be, and then getting finished at 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock. Went to three bars, 9 o'clock. Yep. Two bars. Two bars. One good bar. Actually, I love our friend. I don't love his bar that much, because I don't like tequila, and it was a lot of fucking tequila. I think we would have enjoyed it if we went to uh, my roommate's suggestion, who, thanks to him for driving our asses around all night, um, for two hours. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, we, we did. I think you would have go- liked it. They got great absinthe. Okay, so we're just you're just like I know, Scotty. You're on this whiskey kick lately, but you just want to get fucked up on absinthe. I will, we had one during the bachelor party that I went to, a nice big absent trip. Yeah, yeah. We passed that shit around, and it was enough. It's the four loco of liqueurs. And it's so, I'm not going to say it's good, it's unique. 
How about that? I mean, that night where me and Dylan called you late at night to try to convince you to come to Orlando that one time, I was floating. I was like, I'm just having that good, happy buzz. And then I had a shot of absinthe the fairy gave to me, and that's when the night went downhill, and I said, I'm gonna wake up with a headache. Let's call Blake and tell him about it. Yep. Uh, um... Now, uh, conversely, at what point did you feel that during Dragon Con? Um, Dragon Con... Dude, not a joke. It's weird. But what I remember of the red phone booth, which is the only night I actually got, like, beyond... Twisted. Beyond the limit. I don't remember ever, in the moment, feeling shwasted. I felt fully in charge of my faculties the entire time, as apropos, as as evidenced by the fact that I snuck us into the VIP section of the bar. So apparently I was fine. It was just the following day was a horrifying monster. Uh, I'll never forget the moment that we woke up because we were up for a solid 30 minutes before we spoke to each other. Yeah. He just looked at me and said, fuck me, running. <laughs> we're not doing that again, but we're probably doing it again this year. Yep. Yep. Um, also, call back to our last episode, because ever since we did the Granime, yes. I, I just couldn't shake that I knew that it was from somewhere. Wait, what? Is it, Wait, that's not an original BSIP? Actually... It was originally something that I'd come up with in 2017 for an episode of um, A Horrible Premise. What? Because it was called Origami Grandma. What the fuck? Yeah. It only takes us two years before we start reusing content? I guess so. So you know what? We gotta get through another year... And then we could just go back to the fucking game of beef well. Yeah. <laughs> Get back to that beef well, baby. Some good beef well. My f- the fun thing is it also ties in a little bit with the movie we watched for You Paid for This this month. Under- Undercover Grandpa. Which is easily the greatest film we've ever watched for that show. Like, Goosebumps 2 was a good one. But Heavyweights was great as always. Yeah, nothing compared to Undercover Grandpa. It had a charming ass ending. It was just... The fucking electric chair is really all I need to bring up. And I can bring it up without spoilers. Because even if I say electric chair, no one's gonna know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you're... If you... No, if you know those words, you might be able to see it coming, but nothing that you can think of will prepare you for that moment. <laughs> but Blakey T, this is not a podcast about drinking anymore, or a podcast about shitting violently. It's a podcast about brainstorming, about trying to create our own ideas, our own worlds, our own idea to sell to Hollywood so we never have to do a podcast again. And, oh, by the way, you weren't there for the episode of Fight Boys I recorded, where Gaster Two Souls, our faithful, our ward in chat, started listing out more ideas for the BS video game, and we never addressed it. And I was like, if we don't address it, he'll stop. Kept fucking going. Then afterwards, I had to be like, yo, sorry I couldn't say anything because I was doing a wrestling podcast and not this show. But holy shit. And he's like, I'm really passionate about this and I want to get it done. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Okay. I I need you to do this, Gaster. Just do it for me. Yeah. But uh, Blakey T, I've taken over the last two weeks for having the first idea. So I want to know what's your idea this week. Oh, God. I really hoped I had 20 more minutes to think of an idea. (laughs) Oh, all right. So I had a couple of things floating around, except there's not really anything, because I've just been re-watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and man, I just want to make another show where dude bros just, like, fuck shit up. So. This is the vaguest fucking prompt we've ever got, was dude bros fucking shit up. Well, I kind of wanted to refine it a little bit. We've seen a bunch of heist movies. We've seen heist movies done by... The poshest, sleekest motherfuckers in the Ocean series. Um, we've seen, um, 
What's the fucking what's Lock, stock. What's the race car heist movie? Race car heist? What? Talladega Nights? The fucking legend of Ricky Bobby? I have no idea what you're talking about. No, it's the one that we wanted to see so bad. Logan Lucky, that's it. Oh, Logan Lucky. I, okay, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of like uh, the rednecks wanting to do a heist. But we've just never seen frat bros do a heist. Oh, man, I know this had to have happened, though. How is this not... Hey, Hollywood, I'm disappointed in you that this hasn't happened, that, like, a frat boy heist film hasn't happened. Yeah. There's a couple that may show up, but it's not anything like I was thinking of. Like, it's gotta be a full-on goofball comedy, right? Well, I have an idea for our lead character, and he's a character I met in real fucking life a few days ago, Blake. Because it was coming to the end of the day at work, and we're locking up, getting ready for people to leave, and a man walks up, who I swear to God looks like he stepped out of an early 2000s teen sex comedy. He had, he had fucking a flat top with... With uh, frosted tips on the whole thing, big ass boots, and I swear he sounded like Keanu Reeves in like Bill and Ted. And he walks up to the fucking assistant manager, who is like the most prim and proper woman I've ever seen in my entire life. He's like, Excuse me, does the mall close at six, or is it just this store that closes at six? And they're like, the whole store, or the whole mall closes at six. Ah, oh, fuck, why? Because it's Sunday. Ah, oh, fuck, dude, I didn't realize, I forgot it was Sunday, man. Sorry for my profanity. I'm just, aw, oh, man. Well, oh, uh, I'm sorry, the MDMA just hasn't worn off yet. And at that point, he's like, they're like, are you parked out here? Because, like... We're about to lock these doors. Oh, yeah, thanks, y'all. And then and then he proceeds to walk out. And this is where my interaction gets to come in because we've got basically six six doors on the inside and then like a little, I, I don't know the best way to describe it, just like a little area that you can chill in and then another six doors. It's got an airlock, our store does, apparently. <laughs> and at the end of the night, they will lock all of them, except for one they leave propped open on the inside, and then if you go straight, that door is unlocked. For some fucking reason, this guy walks to the exact other side, goes to open the door, locked, moves to the right, just goes over, locked, keeps going, locked, finally gets to the door that's unlocked, skips it skips it and opens that other door and he starts to walk back in like why am i locked in and i'm like just go straight bud you go straight through this door and he still goes to the door slightly to the right it's locked and i'm like nope one over you're almost there bud you almost got it and you're really close patrick the lid the lid the lid and so finally presses it and in the quote of the fucking night, turns around and looks at me. Thanks, bro. Swear to God, these doors are like illusions, man. And then just fucking walks on. <laughs> fucking illusions, These man. doors are like illusions, man. I don't know. I kind of like this now. How it's... We make it an anti-heist movie where these dudes get locked in a mall and they have to escape. Holy shit, yeah, wait, no, 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 okay. So, it's a heist and an anti-heist. The heist begins when, fuck it, it's taking place in my store. So, he's trying to game the system, and he's just like, when is it closed? Is the whole mall closed at six? And they're like, yeah. Turns out, while he's distracting the the managers, his cronies are coming around and stealing from all of the registers, because at the end of the night... None of us give a fuck. We're like, we're leaving blue bags with all the money on it just out. Because we're like, there's no one in there. They're running around, snacking up the bags, running out. And so then the bags are like all allegedly turned on or turned in. And we all leave. The doors are locked. 
And now they're like, fuck, what do we do? We're trapped in a department store, damn it. Oh, shit. And they try all of the doors except for the only one that's unlocked from the inside. No, that's the end of the film, is that there's one that's been unlocked the whole time. And they're like, (laughs) fuck! I propose this. Now, I know we were trying. You were more inspired by kind of like Lord of the Flies. Or, I'm sorry, not Lord of the Flies. That's what I'm about to be inspired by. You were inspired by Ocean's Eleven and Log Stock and Smoking Barrels and all that. I want to be inspired by Lord of the Flies. Where we so get- they just start turning on each other to survive? Oh, my God, so quickly. They're just like, Teddy, you were supposed to be the one to get the door open, Teddy. Why are the doors not open? And they're all slamming on on the doors trying to break it it's literal glass it wouldn't take much but it's It's like i don't want to break the glass my dad will be super pissed no 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 it's a matter of it's tempered glass with tempered glass if you just do blunt force it's not gonna do it you need like a very precise thing like a shard of like uh, uh uh not acrylic what's the word i'm thinking of it's a shard of something very specific and tiny. If you throw that, whole thing falls apart. Hence why Elon Musk's good, good truck got fucked up by that ball a couple months back. That's true, okay. But they keep trying to use blunt force to get out, and it fails. And that's when they finally turn. Who's the first? Okay, let's establish our team now at this point. We've got our leader, who's uh, Toby, I guess. No, no, it's Chip Bushfield. Chip Bushfield. What's up, guys? Welcome to Kappa New Fagma. My name is Chip Bushfield. Hold on. What was the name of that? I just said letters in combination and it came out wrong. I'm sorry. Welcome to Kappa New Fat Man. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, you saved yourself, I guess. No, um, hold on. <laughs> can it, uh, can they also be Southern so we can use my favorite fraternity name of all time, which is Ada Moon Pie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so fucking good. This is the Ada Moon Pie boys. Hey, I'm Chip Bushfield. My name's Chet Bushfield. I used to be in a very problematic frat, but now I'm in Ada Moonby. I'm in a completely different one now. I mean, I don't want to put it in a movie or anywhere, but, like, think about how good of a goof that would be, like, ten years ago. What? Is if, like, he pledges to the bad fraternity with the problematic name, and he's like, ah, man. Oh, and he's got to work from the inside to take him down? Oh my god, that's... Oh no, or he just immediately leaves it. <laughs> okay. Well, hold on, he does have to pledge the whole... No, he goes through the whole pledging system, not being aware of what they're about. And then he's like, wait, what was your name again? Oh, fuck. Yeah, no, I don't want to be part of your shit at all. And then leave. No, dude, I can't do that, man. Okay, so we've got Chip Bushfield. There's, um, one of them has to just be, like, the the Birdman or something like that. And it's, he was very good at basketball, the Birdman was. And he was there to climb in the vents. He was gonna be getting up in the vents to help with the heist situation. I also like to think that this was the easiest place to rob of all time, but they established way too many contingencies for it. They're like, you go up in the vents and watch that. You stand behind the fan. When I press the button, you make the fan stop and we run through and then turn it on when the guards chase after us. They have one guard. It's not guards. It's just one. And it's he's just asleep half the time. Now, can... The Birdman be played by someone who has played basketball, but also prominent actor now in the last uh, three main trilogy Star Wars movies, who we met at a bar. Oh, fucking Chewy. Okay, I'm down with. I thought before you said Star Wars, I wanted it to be Michael B. Jordan, but I like this one as well. 
So we so get, we get Jonas to... over there being the like foreign student. Yes, and he's just like walking around all the time, just like, what am I supposed to do? There are no vents. There's no upper area to be doing anything. And go up there, Jonas. Do it. And he's the hardest one to keep secret because he just gotta fucking just crouch down behind all the mannequins and try to hide. There's a funny scene where he hides in a Chewbacca mask. It's a reference, you see, to his it's career a... as Chewbacca. Ah, fan service! Fan service! That's what we're all about here at the BS. Okay, so that's three. No, that's only two. We only have... Okay, let's round Robin. I got Birdman, you got, um, Chip, whatever the fuck his name was. So now it's Bushy back boy. to Bushy Boy. Chip Bushfield, yeah, it's back to you now. All right, so I think I'm gonna add two in oh. because we're gonna we're gonna have to have a set of Bruiser twins. Thank you. I was like, they better be fucking twins, and Irish is all hell. Irish is all hell. I love it. Yes, and they are they're the muscle for the operation. So if things go bad, they were supposed to be the ones that were like push the guard out of the way so we could get away. Okay. I want to add my own double set, but they're kind of two. They're they're not really two. I just want a real big guy and a little guy that's like his best friend. So it's like a senior, and for some reason in this universe, seniors are like really tall and freshmen are very small. And so the freshman rides around on his shoulders all the time. He's like, yay, I'm here. Can it be... um? Oh, fuck. What's the guy's name? We just watched him in Undercover Grandpa oh. being the small guy. Oh, um, oh, shit. Oh, you mean the, the boy in Undercover Grandpa? Yeah, his name is Dylan Everett. Yeah, yeah. You've probably seen him. He's been in fucking everything. Yeah, Dylan Everett is gonna be our small boy, and but he has a pencil-thin mustache because since he's new in college, he wants to try out a new identif- identity as pencil-thin mustache guy. And... I want, I don't know how we work this in, but if there's ever a fight scene, which I don't know why there would be a fight scene, this is going to be more of a breakfast club heist, I think. I really do want their fighting style to be that fucking Dylan just gets thrown at people. And then, like, they're attached by a very long bungee, and he can just whip him at people. Now, can we just go ahead and combine Birdman and Dylan? Into the big and the small. Oh, okay, so Birdman and Dylan are like two BFFs, and if trouble breaks out, Birdman throws Dylan at people back and forth. Yeah, he's attached with a bungee cord, it's good. So we've got Birdman, we've got um, Chet uh, Hamfield, we've got Dylan, and we've got the Irish twins known as Bing and Bong. <laughs> My name's well, Bing. My name's Bing, and I only tell truths. My name's Bong, and I only tell lies. Now, uh, now that you've named them Bing and Bong, though, I kind of feel like they should be Cockney. Oh, my name's Bing, and I only tell lies. It is gonna be a running theme, no matter what garbage it is. It is. Yes. Now, wait. You only tell lies, but you just told me you only tell lies. So, were you telling the truth then, or? Uh, this guy gets it. This guy gets it, don't he, Bong? Yeah, Bing, no. he definitely gets it. Hold on, no, no. Can the goof be that Bing only tells lies and Bong only tells truths? But Bong speaks in the violently over-cockney that most, like, cockney heist movies have, so you can never understand what he's saying. Oh, we can trust Bong. What's Bong gonna say? Hello, mate. I think you was sitting back that thing over there, bruv. Oh, God, bruv. It's like, what the fuck? Oh, well, I don't know what he said, but I can guarantee it was the truth. Mm-hmm. And that's when, uh, that's when his brother translates, and he always has to tell the truth. Yeah, no, no, because he always tells lies, meaning that whatever he translates is instantly a lie. So it's like, what's he say? Oh, he said that there's not a... He said that there's definitely not a vent above us. Oh, there is a vent above us then. Ah, curses! Oh, yeah, there's definitely a vent above us. You should get your eyes checked, bruh. I'll tell you, mate, that I'll do it up there, I think. 
Bong, calm down. Bong, stop. Okay. Now, I know for a fact you've never been to an eye doctor in your life, and they never told you you had 20-20 vision. I love my 20-20 vision. I'm talking about the finish above it so I can see the lights. Okay, finish it off. Who's our seventh boy? Because we got six now, and this is the Magnificent Seven. All right, the seventh boy, it just needs to be someone that we haven't seen yet. And I don't know, we've hit a lot of different tropes, so I think this one just needs to be the one that, like, does not fit in at all. This is the nerd kid. No, like, um, no, no, it's the fucking mascot for the school! <laughs> okay! It's our, fr- it's our college friend Kyle in a dragon costume the entire time! So he- it's just, it's just the dragon until he reveals himself at the end. And at the end it was Brad Pitt the whole time, it was Brad Pitt under there. Brad Pitt is an undercover cop. Oh, oh my! Oh fuck! I like that twist too. Holy shit! Brad, oh. No, that's got to be the twist at the end. Is at the beginning you do see Kyle put on the dragon head, and they're like, "All right, bruv, what you're supposed to be is the distraction." Wait, so I'm not supposed to be the distraction because you're the one who always lies. Oh, fuck, I forgot continuity. Anyways, puts the mask on. At the end, they finally are like. They've beat each other up. There's There has to be, like, an epic brawl at the end, like a Kingsman-style brawl. Like, they all turn on each other at different points, and it's just this massive fight. It, it, this would put the fucking Avengers to shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Gazi, one character has a vape for a dick. I don't know why he has a vape for a dick, but in that... It's a fun goof he has. It's on his belt, but in the final battle, he does take out the vape, pull it out. Um, It's an RDA, pulls it, takes the coils, heats it up, sticks it in someone's neck. That's the fun, fun goof. There we go. End of the movie, I guess. I feel like Dylan would be the one that does that. Dylan has the vape dick? Yeah, 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 because he's, like, trying to be edgy because he's new in college. Exactly. He's the freshman. He's got to be the one that's got to be like, he's he's trying to make his own thing happen. But yeah, end of the movie, after the Kingsman's battle, they're all kind of staring at each other. And like, you can hear wind picking up outside. And then a br- like, just a fucking stiff breeze opens the fucking door. They're like, <laughs> was that unlocked the whole fucking time? What? What the fuck? And then they all walk out together. Um, but as they do, they're like, I can't believe we made it out. We made it out alive with all the money. And that's when you're just like, hey, not so fast. Dragon. I'm Brad Pitt. Dragon. <laughs> this is Brad Pitt, in case you couldn't tell. This is definitely the voice of Brad Pitt. Takes you know off, I'm Brad. Takes off the head, Brad Pitt. And he's an undercover cop who was trying to bust them for what they're doing. They all go to jail, end of the film is them usual suspecting in front of a screen and taking their pictures as, like, a disappointed Dean looks on, like, mm, these kids, these kids with their heists. And then at the very, like, right as an after credit scene or mid credit scene, you just see poor Kyle, the original dragon, locked in a closet in the mall. No, 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 no. I prefer this. Um, afterwards, like, the cops, he, uh, Brad Pitt's just like, my squad buddies are coming down right now, and they're gonna collect you guys up. Here's the real end of the film, and this is the usual suspect's tie-in. Brad Pitt walks over, and in one of the bushes on the outside of the store is Kyle, and he goes, thanks, Dad. No problem. No problem, son. And then, then he hands him a stack of cash. Exactly! He puts the stack of cash in his pocket, and the next scene you see are some fucking dragon legs found in the concrete as Kyle is, like, walking up and down the college campus like, fuck yeah, I just defeated Ada Moon Pie. <laughs> so, oh, can it turn out that he's the one that's trying to pledge to them? Oh. <laughs> and this is his pledge? So what's th- what's the name of this film? What is it? Oh, God. I feel like it's got to have, like, frat in it somewhere. Frat boys? Frat boys or frat night. 
Fra- oh, frat night is a good one. Oh, I was gonna say frat boys, cause cause he'd be like frat boys, frat boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you, frat boys, frat boys? <laughs> but see, if you say frat night, it sounds like Fortnite. That's still a thing, isn't it? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I know all the dances. I know all the dances. For for the YouTube, for the people listening, I just busted out some sick Fortnite dances. I got my fidget spinner going, baby, yeah! Ah, old times. Old times, Blake. But before we get into some more old times, we're going to have to take a little pit stop because we're about to run out of gas, so we got to go to the shill station! Dang, dang! So, Blakey T, it's, it's just, bud, we need money. We need Patreon.com slash a load of BS. Thank you. We need money for a reason that will be discussed in the second segment. But, but yeah, where can people get the money? Where can we get the money? Tell me. If people, like, feel so inclined, if you want to support us monetarily, you can head over to Patreon.com slash a load of BS, and you can donate as little as $5 a month. $5 a month gets you as a BS Moon Marine. That is all you need to get take advantage of all of our exclusive weekly programming from all of the BS Network programs like you paid for this. Where we are, I already talked about it a little bit earlier. We watched Undercover Grandpa and it was fucking amazing. It's the least I think we've ever talked during a You Paid for This because there were numerous scenes where James Khan just came out as the Undercover Grandpa and we're like, no, no, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. We gotta let Khan speak. I gotta know what the Grandpa has to say. He was so good. Yeah. But in addition to that, there's also Wrestling History X where we talk about some of our favorite moments in the history of pro wrestling. And of course, P- FAQ is what I think we named it, where me and Jim Murphy from Opposite Attractions talk about some of our favorite theme park rides and get a deep dive into the history of it. Next week's episode is going to be the first one, and it's going to be about Journey into Imagination with Figment, which is just the best fucking ride of all time. I'll never forget. I think the first time you wrote it was with me, was it not? Yes, it was. And I remember at the very end when you get blasted in the face with air and then there's just a shit ton of figments everywhere. I look over and I see Blake Tanner with a look on his face, not unlike a look of awe and wonder. (laughs) was all I could describe your face as. I was quite drunk. It was great. (laughs) Um... If you need somebody to go do an extra on it, if y'all haven't talked about the Jaws ride at Universal yet, God, Uh I could do a storm about that one. That would be good. Actually, no, you might just replace me, because I don't know anything about Jaws, so you would have to be the one to take over for that one, I guess. I would 100% do that. But, uh, of course, if you want to also donate monetarily, or just give us fucking money, you can by going to merch.aloadofpurebs.com, but over there you don't get exclusive shows, you instead get exclusive merchandise for all the BS Network programs, a load of BS has got stuff up there, me again has some really awesome merch that I'm super proud of, and of course, if you're really interested in me and Blake's book that's coming out in a year and a half, Southern Mythology, you can get merch for that there, in including a BS boozy sippy cup. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we got cups. That's right. It's the perfect thing to drink your whiskey out of that's not a Glencairn, the official drink of the official glass of whiskey. Also, I feel I feel like you will uh you'll be very upset at me for what I said in the whiskey tribe today cuz someone was talking about Canadian Glencairns made for Canadian whiskey and I said the only proper proper container for Canadian whiskey is this and then put a picture of a trash can You uncultured swine <laughs> But yeah, if you guys want to help out the show, you can at Patreon by picking up some merch. Or, of course, if you don't have any money, just leave us a review on iTunes. Anything you guys can do to can help because we need the help. Because I got fired. Ladies and gentlemen, the following event is scheduled for one clusterfuck. And is set to occur in Birmingham, Alabama. Introducing first, he is... The bearded man from the Badlands, the absolute Badlands, Scotty Moore! And in the other corner, sporting the modest, 
plaid on plaid on plaid, the man with the plaid crown. The plaid is plaid on the plaid, the man who knows nothing about wrestling and everything about plaid, Blake Tanner. I'm sorry, was I supposed to do something there? I thought this was just you two. Oh, no, yeah, no, no, that's Dylan. Hey, and Dylan. Then, <laughs> and we are the Fight Boys, and it's a show about professional and not-so-professional wrestling. Make sure to check us out, because when you're a Fight Boy, you're a Fight Boy for life! So, Blake, we did end off the show station with a bit of a cliffhanger there, but I was, in fact, terminated from my workplace today, which is why I gave no fucks as I poured that entire glass of pickle juice for myself to consume. I was like, this is my juice. No one can take it from me. I don't care. Fire me all you want. I took your juice. So... We've been knowing this has been coming for a few days now, right? Because we've been chatting about it. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, it's I'm allowed to work out my two weeks, so it looks like I quit and that I did not get fired. But I did get fired because I live I'm in a shitty department that gets no numbers, but it's okay. <laughs> I do hate... That is how... Um... A lot of people that I know in retail have lost their jobs, specifically the ones uh, that are friends of mine that used to work at GameStop, which is not a place you should ever work. Yeah, exactly. But yes, I, I did get terminated from my job, and I do like to say it's because of the numbers, but it might also be because on Wednesday nights I don't pay attention to customers, or because I'm watching AEW wrestling, or because <laughs> I spend most of my time eating pickles. Like, you know, that might have added to it a little bit, I think. You know, if it was one or the other, then maybe. Yeah. But But now I wanna I want your help because I wanna figure out the trajectory from here. Where does the path of Scotty Moore go now? Do I I mean I'm going to LA in a couple of weeks and what happens? Maybe something happens out there. Maybe I crash the premiere of the Sonic the Hedgehog film and the director looks at me and is like, Hey, you know in the after credits scene we teased knuckles you could be the next knuckles and i could be knuckles that's one trajectory but i mean whatever comes to your mind at this point it is really just this is me and you going back and forth creating alternate universes for how this next couple of months might go for me well i'm about i was about to say you've got you got your ends at google you could always you could always like just pull some of those strings I'm not saying, I don't want to say I have ends at Google, because the two people I really talked to at Google live in Seattle, and I don't have any way of communicating with them, and when I left Google, it I had to sneak my badge out, because they were like, just give us the badge, give us the badge, we don't want you to come back here, I'm just like, I just want it for a scrapbook, they're like, no, give us the fucking badge. No. <laughs> okay, so maybe that won't work out that well, but... <laughs> Well, hold on, we can revisit and you, the breaking into Google plan, and we can break me into Google. Well, this is going to be different, because you've got the badge already. I've got the badge, but unfortunately it doesn't say Austin Powers, so now the plan completely falls apart. Oh, uh, yeah, you're going to have to get all that plastic surgery to look like Austin Powers, and then that's just going to leave you in more debt. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I get all the plastic surgery, then I look, and it says Scotty Moore, and it has my picture, and I'm like... What did I do all this, baby? Yeah! It was time now! <laughs> there was finally time to shag, and then I lost me mojo, baby! Yeah! That would make the podcast harder to do. <laughs> Welcome to a load of BS, babies! It's time to get sexy. Alright. We could always just, like, just... Uproot your entire family, move you closer to Birmingham. Yes. And then get you a job. I, You know what? There's a lot of bartending positions open. I could be a bartender. I could come and work with you, um, and I could produce 40 pizzas. I could eat 40 pizzas in, the, in two weeks, and I could try to oust Papa John. I could try to become the new Papa that, John. That already happened, bud. And his name is Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, so unless you want to, actually, if you wanted to get in with Shaq, with his operation, you'd have to go closer to Atlanta. Well, see, here's the issue, Blake, is the fact 
that I, if I want to be Papa John, Shaq obviously in late 2008 murdered the previous Papa John and took his Papa John. It was, a, um, it was uh, honorable combat, which is more than he deserved. Yes, which means I have to wait. I've got to call for a delivery of pizza, wait for Shaq to be the one to deliver the pizza, and pray that he slips off the roof of my house and dies. And then I put on his basketball jersey, and now I am Shaq Papa John. I mean, it works with the delivery drivers, too. So, like, if worse comes to worse, you can just do that with a driver. Uh, yeah, I could just start doing delivery for Papa John's. I come back, and they're like, Chris, you're back. And I'm like, yeah, I am, Chris. You're right, and I'm here, and I'm ready to deliver your pizzas, sir. But see, then you get lucky, and Chris was a was the manager of the store. And then you've got a lot less work to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris was a... Wait, hold on. What did I do to earn the managerial delivery point? Oh, sometimes managers deliver pizza. Don't worry about it. I don't think that's true, Blake. Don't worry about it. No, it's not true. Don't fucking worry about it. Hey, bud. Hey, I might, I might, might be getting in the industry secrets a little bit, but it's totally true. Oh, my. <laughs> if you have a car and you want to make extra money, you can. Blake's like, sometimes IT guys deliver pizza. <laughs> if I have a real boring day, I'll go out and just deliver some saw to people. <laughs> we do. Uh, you deliver it? It's a fucking CD with cheese and pepperoni on it. And you're like, if you eat the cheese and pepperoni, this will then give you six months of free instant access to AOL. <laughs> Oh, okay. So those are a few options. So, so far my options are become Knuckles in the second Sonic film, become a bartender, or kill Shaquille O'Neal and take his pizza power. I think those are pretty good, all good options, honestly. Could we just start screaming at people on the street to donate to Patreon, and then I'll be set? I'll just be like, hey guys, I'm good. I screamed at people long enough. Honestly, that is kind of a rough approximation of my goal, which is scream at people long enough that we make enough money on Patreon that I don't have to get a day job again. Exactly. You scream hard enough you don't have to get a job. Although I don't know how good the panhandling situation in Oxford and Anniston is. It's not a good... Well, hold on. This is high-tech panhandling where they're like, here's you a few coins, bro. And I'm like, no, no. You need to go to Patreon.com. Click that little $5 button. You're going to be giving me $5 every month. I'm not accepting your pennies. Fuck you. That's when you... You just get your phone and put a fucking square in it and just like, I accept cards. Now, could I... Could I do what one of my, he wasn't really a friend, but a man who I knew when I was 18 did, and his career was buying cigarettes for underage children at the Books a Million, so he could afford to stay in a hotel room. I could, that could be my gig, is buying cigarettes for children. Yeah, that's definitely the most illegal thing that we've talked <laughs> about so far. Oh, we've not even brought up the bootlegging option. The bootlegging option's definitely there. It's true, you've got connections there, too. I got connections to the bootleggers, to the cigarettes, I got it all. So, yeah, I don't see why you have anything to worry about. You're set, bud. I'm set, I'm gonna sell so much shit. Okay, um, I don't know. I don't know if any of these are really my life goal, though, at this point. I mean... I mean, I thought this segment had more legs, but right now I'm just in my head thinking, like, is there something with a katana we could do? <laughs> there... Oh, wait, there it is. I, I I create the American branch of the Yakuza based in Alabama. I am the Yakuza gang lord of Alabama. <laughs> 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 Just like one week we start doing this show and instead of like standing up in my room, I'm on a fucking throne with like two women at my feet and a katana in my lap. And I'm like, 
Welcome to Load of BS, everybody. I am your host, Scotty Moore, and this is my co-host, Blake Tanner, and you're in a cage next to me. And I'm like, no more rehearsals for you, little boy. Slice the dice. Yes, you're not going to interrupt my schedule anymore. <laughs> Mr. Dill- I hope you enjoyed that life while you had it. On the other corner is Dylan, and I'm like, don't have to worry about that Eastern Central time difference anymore, do we, Dylan? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, you thought me becoming the Yakuza leader was going to be great, but no, it was me, Dio! <laughs> No, no, okay, hold on, no, no, I don't like you being in a cage. I want you to be the cronk to my Yzma. And one day, you just, you just, like, huddle in and you're like, M- Master Moore, we have brought you, brought you the sacrifice that you have requested. Hey, uh, Scotty. Hey, bud. How's it going? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Completely different one. We've brought you the sacrifice that you've requested. Hey, big man, I don't know why I'm here. I just wanted to make some good Papa John pizzas, and now all of a sudden I'm here hanging out with you, boy. What do you want so much? And then I'm like, kill it. Let me be the one to spill his blood so I may gain the Papa John powers. Scott, are you sure you want to do this? It's me, Blake, your your, your best buddy. Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't I didn't realize you were doing a crime. Yeah, I know you did. That's I, fine. No, That's why that, I brought it back around. That's a completely different character in our universe. You can't do that now. You can't No, be- no, no. I'm back to being Kronk now. <laughs> I thought you unmasked and it was Patrick Warburton and I'm like that is not what I fucking requested. I asked for Shaq like hours ago. No, no, no. I had to, uh, I-, I sacrificed Patrick Warburton a few weeks ago just so I could get all his good voice talents and all his good, uh, all his good minioning. Oh, um, You know, being great at minion. That's what I, that's what I excel at. Really, really minioning. If that were- Not the banana minions, though. <laughs> banana? <laughs> No, that's the next week is like, did you bring me? And it's every fucking costume minion you can meet and greet at Universal. And I'm like, good, kill them. Kill them all in front of me. I want to see their yellow squishy tic-tac heads hit the floor. Boss, you sure about this? You know, they're just people in suits. This guy's name is Chet. I saw... (laughs) Bro, what the fuck are you doing? I flew all the way up here on, like, some sort of metal fucking bird in this costume. It was real fucking hot in there. Yeah, it's called a plane, bud. Get used to it. Actually, don't. Can I just say, and this is off topic, but this, I brought it up on uh, Opposite Attractions, too. But my favorite thing in the world is the dichotomy between Disney commercials and Universal commercials because a Disney commercial will show like Minnie Mouse and a little girl in a princess costume running towards the castle and they'll be like my father died eight years ago but his dream was always to bring me here and now I'm here and I can see him and my dreams come true all here at the Walt Disney World Resort and you're fucking bawling and crying at the end of it. It is an emotional adventure on a Disney commercial. Meanwhile, Universal has some kids fucking Fortnite dancing in front of minions and they're just like, mischief is Universal. Get it. <laughs> fucking hey, go. K- kids, you want to fucking party? <laughs> is that the minion? Is that the place of the <laughs> Yeah, this is how we really talk. Banana! I bet you love that, huh, kid? Fuck you! Shut the fuck up! I bet you want these bananas! Shut the fuck I just love this concept of, like, the meet and greet with the Transformer where the door opens and a Transformer walks out, except it's just a fucking... I thought you were gonna say it's like... <laughs> the bitches have these, like, deep, gravelly voices. The fucking Optimus Prime comes out, and he's like, Oh, hello, chap. Are, are you ready to roll out with the Autobots? Of course. No! All right, it's time to transform. No, just the fucking door opens up, and it's a minion. Banana! Hey kids, have you ever tried Jaeger? 
Hope you like fireball, bitches. That's right, your parents aren't here anymore. You can get wild. I don't know why this got me so bad. Oh, <laughs> Are you ready to smash this minion meat? Oh, fuck. And he just fucking balls at the kids. Just fucking runs at him, shoulder tackles him to the ground. Oh. <laughs> you ever got yeeted by a minion? <laughs> I'm about to Fortnite dance on your grave. Oh, fuck. And then it dabs. Oh, shit. Fuck me. Oh, God, I I thought I was going to die. I thought I was going to die just then. Oh, fuck, I can't breathe. How far off the rails did we go there? That's one of those things that terrifies me, because I know how hard it made me laugh, but the fact that you were just like, I got to keep the show going, I guess, and now I'm like... Do I cut all that? Because I am terrified right now that no one else thinks of the concept of a fucking aggressive minion double-barreling down a child while screaming, You want to have some fun? It's not the best thing on the planet. Oh, your dad died? Sorry. Fuck your dad. I don't give a shit. I'm a minion. Banana. Oh, fuck. I wasn't going to laugh that hard in a very long time. I'm hurting. Oh, my back is in pain. I think it's the pickle juice. The pickle juice got me. It tickled the funny bones. Oh, fuck. All right. We could just... Fuck. Okay. Hey, Blake, what was awesome? What was awesome this week? What was awesome this week, Blake, other than that good, good laugh fit I just had? Oh, God. Um, fuck. You know what was awesome this week? Bananas. Banana. Bananas, bitch. No. Uh, I watched a, I watched a lot of anime this week. Yeah? I watched a really good one called Cells at Work. I've never, what is this? I've never heard of it. It's like a bunch of it's a bunch of anime characters in their cells. Like you got red blood cells and white blood cells, and you got killer T cells and macrophages, and they all live in this giant city. Except it's a human body. It's kind of like Osmosis Jones if it was anime, super fucking anime, and it's really good. It'll teach you a lot about the human body. There's a great episode on allergies that once it's anthropomorph anthropomorph. Fuck. Yep. Once it's bananaed. Once it's bananaed. Once you see, like, your body's reaction to it as if it were real people reacting to a situation, you just hate your body so much, and it's so good. Oh, fuck. Well, my my thing that's awesome this week is a shared experience we both had with a certain restaurant in downtown Birmingham, Alabama, called fucking Melt. Melt? Because Melt rips ass. It is amazing. Because we were gonna go to Outback Steakhouse. It was like Outback, and they were like, oh, they have stuff at um, the distillery we're gonna go to. Let's go there. And then I pulled up their menu, and it was just like, Do you, would you like some fried duck au la ventredi? And I'm like, the fuck? Does that, what? No, I don't want any of that. I just want fried macaroni and cheese. And Melt will provide, my boy. Because it is essentially... Just a cheese-based restaurant is all it is. I mean, it started with the idea of, hey, what happens if we just add shit to grilled cheese, bud? Yeah. <laughs> and it, it it was a food truck at UAB initially. Yes, it started out as a food truck, then they got their own physical location because they were so good. Um, They had some of the best fried pickles I've ever had and a killer Bloody Mary. Very good fried pickles. Very good, uh, ma- what was it, mac and cheese egg rolls? Which were fucking phenomenal. Like, it's just crunchy mac and cheese. And then, I, I can't even remember what sandwich I had. It was like a, I think I had like a chicken parmesan grilled cheese. And it was, um, how was yours? Because you had, didn't you have the buffalo? 
No, uh, Michael had the buffalo, which is a classic for uh, that restaurant. Like, the buffalo chicken melt is utterly delicious. I had um, essentially just a burger patty surrounded by a a grilled cheese, which was amazing. Because I've never thought that something that I had as a kid where I felt super poor because we didn't have any hamburger buns... And so you just put your burger in between two slices of white bread. Yeah. You just felt terrible. Could be such an enjoyable experience. Yeah, with me, it's just like, I've been watching a lot of Triple D lately. Good old Driners Drive-Ins and Dives lately. And we talk about, like, goals we have. I want our goal to be big enough that we get on Triple D. And then I thought about it, and I'm like, what restaurant would we want to take Guy to? Whether that be Birmingham, Atlanta, wherever. It's gotta be Melt. I can't think of anywhere else other than Melt I would really want to take him to. Like, maybe the Vortex in Atlanta, but I feel like that's too overstated. So, like, that that's more of a bar than a restaurant. So, if, like, pure restaurant, I would do Melt. Melt is a really good option. I think there are a couple of others that are just based off of food trucks. Like, Cantina, that also was a food truck that um, we ate at a lot. And it's, like, Mexican street food, really fucking good. Basically, any of the stores or restaurants that came about because of food trucks in Birmingham are worth it. I was gonna say that. I was gonna say maybe, um, oh, shit, what's the Irish pub we used to eat at that had the really dope chicken strips? Oh, um, shit, no, I can't remember. I keep thinking of literally every other Irish pub I've been to. I'm like, you know, Raglan Road, that's in Orlando. Rira, that's Atlanta. Fuck, what is that place? Because, like, the last one that I went to was Brennan's. Not Brennan's. But it's not Brennan's. You know where I'm talking about, right? Though, Like, down that deep, dark alley that we used to go to? Yes, the fucking alley. We could go to Al's, though, honestly. Al's would be dope. I would do Al's. I like at this point, we're just helping people if they ever visit Birmingham. Here's the places you need to eat. I would vote Al's. Fuck, I haven't had Al's in a long time. I need some of their chicken with cheese again. Oh, God, it's so good. Oh, man, but please, until next week. Hey, I didn't want to say something. My theory at the beginning of this was that eating pickles would put us on the same comedic wavelength. It fucking worked because my spine is in pain from laughing so hard on this one. But until next week, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at Blake A. Tanner on the Twitter. You can find me at the Darkroom Vidya, V-I-D-Y-A, on YouTube. And you can find me here on the BS Network doing all of the great shows that we talked about and some more, like Fight Boys. You can find me here on a load of BS. And you can find me, of course, if you are a Moon Marine on you paid for this now and deviant i thought you were about to lead in with deviant the show where you of course voice i w- you should promote the fuck out of this latest one because you got to go you got to go real actor boy blake tanner on the latest one i did i i can't i we haven't done it long enough for me to remember that it exists like deviant i asked like my other like you and stephanie i asked you two like you gotta bring it this episode and you both fucking brought it so it's a really good episode if you guys want to binge it's up to four episodes now so check out deviant and you can find it alongside all the other shows at a load of purebs.com or you can find me on twitter at scotty mo that's s-e-o-t-t-y-e-m-o i'm currently on a quest i was on a quest to go to disneyland with the rock and then the rock's dad died and i'm like fuck can't do this no more oops Uh uh-oh although no i'm not gonna make that joke the rock's dad just died no don't make that so now i'm swapping to ron funches i think now i'm gonna try to get ron funches to go with me to disneyland i i have been desperately since i knew you were gonna lose your job and we couldn't go to um fucking the star wars uh area yeah at Disney when we go down to visit Dylan for WrestleMania. I've been trying to find a way to just get some good-ass Disney World tickets. Yeah, dude, do it. Get us. Get us. Go. Um, but, of course, make sure to buy my books on Amazon and check out all the other BS products online at a load of pure BS.com. Special thanks to Tom McGuire and the Brass Holes for our theme song, Ric Flair, off of their album, Tom McGuire and the Brass Holes, released just about a year to go today. Yeah, it's almost exactly today. I also like that this episode is buck wild. It's like been so buck wild that there was a brief pause of you being like, is the show over now? What's, What's my job? Oh, fuck Tom McGuire! 
Uh, but of course, as we stated earlier, make sure to support the show, whether that be by donating to Patreon, whether that be by picking up some merch, or most importantly, just leave us a review on iTunes. Give us those five stars that we crave and just want to nom nom up. Or, of course, just tell a friend to check out a load of BS. It's a show buck wild enough that anybody would probably love it. Probably not my in-laws. I don't think... I don't, did we ever discuss on Fight Boys the fact that to figure out what to get me for Christmas, my in-laws listened to episodes of Fight Boys to see what wrestler I ended up liking? Yes. And they were like, we fast-forwarded through all of Blake, but everything else we listened to. But we figured out that he likes Bray Wyatt. And I'm like, he's all right, but he's got terrible merch. But okay. You you didn't have to be mean to me during that. No, this is legit verbatim. They're like, we fast-forwarded through Blake. And I'm like, why would they? Why? That's part of the fucking show. But, of course... I've not- never been more insulted. <laughs> but, of course, ladies and gentlemen, remember to find Blake and me on Twitter at a load of pure BS, except no substitutes, and we will see you next week.